You know what today's national holiday is? Oh, uh, enlighten me, do tell, because there's fucking too many now, so I can't remember. I'll give you this. I'll give you a hint. Alright. It's something Axl Rose is very well known for. I don't know, National Start of Riot Day? Uh, almost. How does he start those riots half the time? Um, hmm. Is it like, oh, fuck. I don't know, jumping in the crowd, talking shit day. It's National Late Day. Oh. <laughs> I'm like trying to think. I'm like, Riverport. <laughs> so you may have noticed our episode. of uh, get that guy and take it from him. <laughs> I'll take a <it> goddamn <laughs> So to the five of you who listen to our show as soon as it posts at 3 a.m., you may notice it's like six or seven now, Mm -hmm. and uh, we're late. Yeah. And And you are too now, bitch. Yeah. I mean, go to work, uh, but don't go to work on time, folks. Come on. You don't, haven't you give these people enough at this point? Yeah. I mean, life. punctuality is the thief of time. I believe Axel Rose did once say that himself. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. It's actually Mark Twain, I believe, that said that. Yes, that, that is. But it, it best describes mm-hmm. one W. Axel Rose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, do you want to do a podcast tonight? Yeah, I mean, I believe we are in the middle of one right now, it seems like. Are we? You know? hmm. I mean, at least in this um, reality, this universe, we are in an alternate one. I, I don't know what's going on. Why? This is like some Inception shit going on. Yeah, right this is some MCU shit right now. <laughs> I don't believe it. Where's a podcast? There's not a podcast. What is podcast? <laughs> what is There's an audio? There's no such thing. <laughs> What happens if I push this button? Will the world just pause and stop for a second? I don't know. Let's find out. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your host, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bone. just happened <laughs> you pressed correctly this is the intro to the guns and radio podcast episode number 127 that's right we've got a spectacle going on last week similar to or similar to last week we've got a spectacle going on this week because uh last week we just kind of bullshitted our way through last week's episode mm-hmm. uh not gonna lie that's what we did because there ain't, we're, we're back to, we had, we got spoiled for a little while with having GNR news to talk about on a GNR podcast. Mm-hmm. And now we don't have any news. Yeah. But we got a few things. Yeah. I mean, GNR is pretty much in like hibernation sleep mode right now. Yeah. So uh, there's not much, unless they decide to like, I don't know, shadow drop something, like anything. Ooh. <laughs> And maybe we'll get some more random shitty merch that we probably don't need, but some idiot's going to buy. Yeah. 
who keeps buying this garbage that yeah, people still thinks they're doing a good I job? I don't know. What, they're going to sell more toy trucks? got to get a whole collection there going? Fuck yeah, we do. No, yeah. now we got to get toy trains. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to make it look like fucking Mr. Rogers in there. With all the trains going around, but it's, you know, one long night train. I'm already thinking of shit. Yeah, you know what? You know what? That makes much more sense than the fucking trucks do. Yeah, I was going to say the night train, but it drives, like, drunk. Because, you know, night train is named after a wine, so. If they they release that, we'll start doing a bit on this show, like Mr. Rogers, where the night train comes and takes us to the land of make-believe. Yeah. And then you just see a bunch of puppets that are made to look like GNR people having little adventures and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it'll take us to the alternate reality where Chinese democracy was actually released on time. (laughs) (laughs) Even in that reality, it was late. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's that Doctor Strange uh, how many realities do you see where Chinese democracy was linked there's at least 20 million how many one, released one on billion <laughs> out of one billion possibilities there's only one <laughs> I see one but here's the thing it's the uh, Chinese democracy uh, that um, what was it the band uh what was that fucking It was the one with the offspring where they took yeah, the, the title. Offspring. <laughs> yeah. You snooze, you lose. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, I do got to uh, talk about a couple of things real quick before we get started. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking at rock and roll news, it uh, seems that our good friend, good friend of the show, uh, Mr. Vince Neal. Has uh, been hospitalized after falling off of the stage mm-hmm. at a gig recently. Yeah, you <laughs> showed me that. I was like, oh shit. It did look pretty scary, though. Yeah. So, uh, right now we're going to we're gonna bring in Vince Neal so uh, Caputo can ask him about it and see how he's... Oh, all right. Okay. Okay. All right. Vince... <laughs> What's going on, man? Okay. First off, I just gotta say, fuck you, Caputo. Second of all, yes, I did break some ribs. Mm-hmm. Um, my tailbone is fractured. I also split my asshole. And when I fell, the microphone kind of went way up in there so now I've got this like little bit of reverb when I talk going on and oh my gosh everything I say is still being broadcast in the venue <laughs> they don't know how the hell they're gonna get it out of there well that's some good wireless technology they got holy shit uh, it's been a rough day <laughs> oh man <laughs> that that is that does suck to hear though um any estimated like uh time date or recovery uh, will you be back to do the Motley Crue Stadium Tour in 2022? Yeah, fuck yeah, I'll be back to do that stadium tour. If not, we'll find somebody to do it. Somebody that looks like me. Well, I mean, if you, you should hopefully would be back by then. I don't know, like, unless you want to do the whole Axl Rose and, and the chair thing. It's possible. All right. Now you get your hand. Turn the rock and roll while sitting in a fucking wheelchair. It might be good enough for Axl fucking Rose, but it's not good enough for my crew right now. I mean, you could just no, come up with crutches or something. Yeah. Anyway, 
I was laying there. And then I saw a bright light. And then on the other side, I saw Mick Mars, except he was healthy and young. And he Whoa. said, because, you know, he died a long time ago. I mean, and, allegedly, but. And he said, Nanny, Mick, we need you for the tour. You need to wake your ass up. And then I was looking around, and there was all these big city angels and stuff. And I was like, oh, man, is this like heaven and stuff? And then I was looking, and I was like, man, I was, I was looking around heaven. I was like, man, there's got to be a place where I can buy donuts or something. And then it turned out that all they had was like a Dunn Brothers coffee or some shit. So I was like, man, fuck this. I'm out of here. So I came back to rock and roll because rock and roll never dies. And neither's the best still, baby. All right, I'm I'm trying to be nice here, but you're wow. Even you know a near death experience still does not turn you from being a fucking asshole. So good luck with that. Listen, I hope Axel Rose replaces you on the Molly Crew Stadium tour. So it's not a lot better. I was going to say, Axel Rose could do ACDC. You still can't even do your own band song. So, um, you know what? Come on. Oh, man. I agree with you. You've got my rib turkey again. I don't have to take this kind of abuse. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Home sweet home. Motley Crue reference, you know. Wow. Yeah. What the fuck, man? I'm trying to, like, ask questions and shit. And and then he's just, like, trying to, like, be an asshole still. So, uh, yeah, I hope you get replaced, Vince Neil. Fuck you. (laughs) They're going to bring John Karabi back. And and it's going to be even worse, but still. He said you look like Bella Lugosi. I don't know, man. I I, I can kind of see that, in a way. What? Please. You're, this, this guy's a microphone up his ass. I think he's suffering from like delirium or something. I don't know. Let's, I'll tell you what. Here's what we'll do. We're going to do a couple of things. I'm going to Google a picture of Bella Lugosi real quick. Because I don't know what the hell he's thinking, man. Hey, you know what? I can I can kind of see this. <laughs> what the fuck? Alright, let, let's see this. Oh, I thought we added it. My bad. There we go. I, I don't know. I kind of see it a little bit. Uh, I don't know, man. Vince is uh, Vince is uh, delirious right now. Yeah, I mean, he does have like, I don't know. He did say cracked ribs, a tailbone, and a microphone on his ass. So, hey, you know, uh, it's a very unfortunate thing what happened to poor Vince Neil, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, um. Uh, Guys, we need to point out. We're real sorry for what happened to Vince Neil. There we go. When he got the mustache. I, I don't know. I, you know what? No, this one. This one. I can see it right there in this one. Not the hair. That's though. the one. <laughs> That's uh, the one. Whatever you say. Uh, to another, another doppelganger, I guess. Oh, no. There we go. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what? There, there's a little bit. I'll give you that. There's a little bit. <laughs> the benefit of purchasing the video version, folks. Uh, uh, I'm just razzing on you, man. I'm just <laughs> uh, yeah, we do wish uh, Vince Neil a speedy recovery before uh, those mo- before, hopefully before that Motley Crew. You think he's using this to get fucking uh, the tour canceled again? So we don't have to oh. fuck with it. <laughs> he purposely like hurt himself just to get out of the show. Wouldn't like, <laughs> wouldn't like insurance pay like he'd be fucked like on tour insurance and shit. Uh, yeah, actually, I think we got uh, audio here of what happened. Then let's see if we can. Wow, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Come on, that's that, I... how that is funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> to me, that shit is fucking hilarious. Yeah, and, and to a uh, to a nicer guy, it couldn't have happened. <laughs> Oh, oh gosh. So we got a music video. Do we want to watch a music video or we want to do uh, On This Day first? Uh, we can do the music video later, but before that, actually, um, just some things to announce, you know, show-wise here. Um, I know we do have the one bonus show goal right now, in effect, for 85,000 total plays, downloads across all our shit. And we're, right now, to update you guys, at 73,200 and... 76 plays so ever closer man and we're getting pretty good traction like this month i think we hit almost four thousand total plays in a month so it's pretty good that's um, pretty good it's very good but i'm gonna also add one more bonus show goal to that one since i just what yeah what bonus what? show what goals you do bonus show go without <laughs> asking stone Cold steve austin if he wants to do a bonus show go <laughs> well, no. let me tell you something, Christopher. <laughs> Whoa, he's there, Hogan. So the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna crack open some Steve Weisers. I'm gonna what? <laughs> I said I'm gonna. You know, you hear that? My watch is telling me that it's time for me to come over there. I'm gonna crack open some Steve Weisers. I'm <laughs> gonna get a little drunk and <laughs> then. Chris Caputo, you're going to ask Stone Cold one more time if I want to do a bonus show on this shitty little podcast you have. And my answer is, oh, hell yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Stone Cold Steve Bones. Um, <laughs> Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve Bones. Uh, two cameos today. We had Stone Cold and we had uh, Vince Neil. You never know who's going to show up here on Guns N' Radio, man. It's an all-star cast. Hey, guys, don't forget about me. Get back in the club. Oh, God. Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley, sorry. Yeah, he's still yeah. in there. Yeah. Uh, Shut up, Paul. We're trying to do a podcast. We get it, Paul. You like girls. I like girls. I know. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Anyways, before we were fucking rudely interrupted. Um, Paul Stanley trying to come out of the closet on us. I can't believe geez. it. God damn it, got lost. Oh, yes. <laughs> Second bonus show goal. Um three once we hit three hundred Instagram followers, follow us over there at Guns and Radio Pod. We're at two seventy right now, so thirty away from hitting that three hundred goal. Another bonus show unlocked for y'all. So two bonus show goals going on right now. 
um, hit those soon. Yeah. More, more of us. That's right. Do that. Uh, I got to be real. I wasn't listening. Uh, I'll catch it in the replay. I'll catch it in the playback on Monday. Yes. So you have 85,000 total plays downloads and 300 Instagram followers. 300 IG followers. Yes. All right. And we also got one. We're taking care of show business. We also have a very special spooky edition of Shotcast Saturday coming up this week. I don't know why I think this is what a ghost looks like. That's like the people who like forget their masks and go into place like, oh shit, let me at least do the common yeah. courtesy thing and just like cover my face with something. Hey Caputo, I'm a ghost. <laughs> you can't tell why I'm covering my face up with my shirt. Yeah. But uh, we're gonna have shit. a very we're gonna have a very special edition of this year's Spookcast Saturday when we're going to be reviewing Up Jump the Devil by Izzy Stradlin. Did that sound scary how I said it? I mean, it's a, it's a decent attempt. I'll give you a 6 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's coming up. And, of course, we'll spin the wheel at the end of the show to find out what we're going to do next week. Woo-woo. That'll be our first. Uh, November 1st. November 1st. Full-fledged episode, and it's not a special. No. It's just the 1st of November, so, uh, yeah. Also, Shotcast this week is going to be a little long because I found out before the show that Caputo has never seen David Pumpkins before. So we're going to watch David Pumpkins as a part of Spookcast Saturday. That's going to be our watch along. So it's going to be a little longer than normal. Hell, we've been doing that a lot lately on that show. We've been going over our 10 to 15 minute time limit. Oh yeah, those are like 20 to 25 now. <laughs> Yeah, we're slowly in, we're, we're we're slowly just making another fucking episode on Saturday. Pretty much at this point, but it's a much more shorter one. Still, yeah. it's like the hour. Yeah, you know. But yeah, anyways, with that out of the way, let's get into our music video watch along for the week here. All right, so you sent me this uh, "Dirty Rose Boyfriend." Yeah, so this is like a band. I, I think I randomly was it. Somehow Instagram was recommending me fucking actually decent rock bands. So thanks Instagram for spying on me because <laughs> I want good does, rock music. Does it have a big titty goth girl as the singer? There are some chicks in this video, but like Dirty Rose, the pretty good band. They have they're on Spotify all that stuff. They have an album called Rock and Roll is My Religion, and this is like I think one of the first singles off the album. It's a really good album. I recommend okay. people listening to it. I've been it's been on repeat for me the past like weekend or so. And there's some damn good fucking tunes on there. So it's like a mix of like, um, like, like a little punk stuff with, um, you know, like eighties kind of rock mixed with some other, uh, stuff vibe. It's like a mix of like all these sorts of like genres of rock, but it works really well. Are all of their music videos shot vertically? I think just this one, because I think the theme of this one's boyfriend. And I think the, there's like a Tinder theme they did to it. So ah. this one, they shot vertically on purpose to fit with like the theme of the lyrics and stuff. Okay. I, I I will allow it this one yeah. time. I hate vertical shit. All you got to do is this, people. Turn your wrist to the side. Yeah, I think this was done on purpose, though. So, oh, cool. Artistic. I mean, it fits with like the song, both like the vibe and the lyrics and stuff. Well, you want to count us down? Let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. In three, two. Oh wait, wait, one. wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. 
For those of you that don't know how this works, click the link in the description, pull up the video, hit pause. We're going to count it down now, and when we say play, hit play, okay? All pause right. the podcast now. We're not waiting around and dicking off today, okay? Hell well, no. We are kind of dicking off in this I mean, we did so. dick off about 20 minutes here, so. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's how you do it. If, you, if, you, if you're new to the show, that's how we watch music videos. So pause the podcast, do what you got to do. Pause the video and we tell you hit play, hit play. It should be at the 0.00 mark. Nice. Yes. All right. Uh, let's recount it down now in three, two, one. Play it. Oh, it does look like a tender. Yeah. Lots of chicks in this video, so I thought Dustin, perfect. Oh, look. Oh, look. See? Big titties and easy, easy shirt. I love how the red button is a middle finger. Oh, pink hair chick. I like those. Who does he look like to me? Yeah, these guys have like, like the lead singer especially, this dude dresses like he's like Michael Starr. (laughs) No, it's not Michael Starr I'm thinking of, and it's not the dude from, uh, it's not the dude from, uh, whoever the band that sings I Believe in a Thing Called Love is. The Darkness? Yeah, The Darkness. Yeah. Oh, man, internet chicks are so hot. Oh, cougars. (laughs) We even got cougar milks in here. Oh, good lord, yes. Now, this is my brand right here. See? <laughs> God, who is he making me think of? Uh, most living. glam singers from the 80s with that outfit. <laughs> the guy from Dirty Honey. Oh, yeah, kind of. Or main, uh, that band Manskin. They sing begging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one I'm thinking of is the singer for Manskin because I've been watching a lot of their shit this week. Stripper poles, very nice. Yeah, stripper poles are okay. Got the air guitar. Not bad, not bad, not bad. She looks like Boy George. <laughs> she looks like Boy George cosplaying as Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> oh come on bro now of all times you're gonna light up the blunt like this is the slow part of the song Dustin so is he supposed to be beating off or what like oh he's playing guitar okay yeah, it's hard to put, see in the dark he's gotta put on clean mode over here all I saw was kind of his hand moving around a little bit and I was like oh come on cause really <laughs> yeah, oh it's he's a nice... got a GNR poster in the yeah. background I like the Gibson SG there. Shout out to ACDC. Yeah, yeah. Listen, man, if you have a Tinder date and you answer the phone like that, she's going to fucking irk the door. She's going to (laughs) bail. You almost saw ass there for a second. Yeah, we can go and do without that. I don't want to see the kind of videos I send to Dwayne. Is the guitar a lamp or what's going on there? It's probably like a light behind it, maybe. 
Okay. Alright, man. At least he's honest. Straight up. Oh, shit. Guess he's single. This dick. <laughs> I was like Jackie Jones, the girl from the cover of our Rocket Queen episode. Uh, yeah. They filmed this at home during quarantine. Really, this premiered back in 2019, so I oh. don't think so. Probably just low budgets. I mean, they're not really a huge. They just band can't anymore. afford to leave the room. Yeah. Then how'd they afford the hooker boots? Those are expensive. Oh, she blamed a single. Oh well, Dirty Rose boyfriend. That was a pretty cool music video. I didn't hate that. I pretty, yeah, I, a, I rather enjoyed it. It's a damn good, like, catchy song. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, bands and boyfriends and shit, uh, you want to listen to, uh, you want to jump in the DeLorean and head back in time? Yeah. Um, let's do it. Do you, have, you got the sound effect pulled up? No. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. I was like, I was like, do I say it or do I wait for the sound effect to pop up? All right. Anyways, Fine, on this day, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we got to wait a minute because now I got to find it. I don't just have them immediately ready. God damn it. We haven't done this in a while, ladies and gentlemen. We're, we're going back. Uh, we're doing the on this day and rock segment, but we got to hear the clip. I'm still looking for it. Oh, God damn it. Welcome to Guns and Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We're sometimes very unprepared for this shit. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to keep stalling, bud, because for some reason... This is I called can't... Radio on the Fly. <laughs> this is called We Don't Prepare Well Enough. We don't podcast, we just fly cast by the fucking seat of our pants over here. Where the hell is it? Oh, here we go. I, uh, I was looking for the wrong thing. we got to go back into history. There, there we go. go. On this day in Still rock didn't play on the roll history. Speaker. It's okay. Uh, hopefully, you at home listen to it. You heard it. Um, <laughs> that's that works enough for us here. So we we'll go back have in. To be good enough. Yeah, back into on this day, October twenty fifth. Nah, what happened on this day in rock history, in music history? Um, oh, well, Hang on, I gotta put everything right back together. October twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. Dustin Bones. Drops the ball and a speaker, so yeah. There Gotta we go. go. Back into history. There. There we go. One more encore. <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? Oh, Peter Paul and Mary had the two best-selling albums in 1963 in the U.S. with "In the Wind" and "Peter Paul and Mary." Since that, since then, they have put out nine more LPs on the Billboard Top 25 list, but. Uh, their only number one single was uh, the John Denver written Leaving on a Jet Plane in 1969. Nice. Nice. All nice. right, what do you got for me? Um, so we we'll flash to 1964. Uh, the Rolling Stones appeared for the first time on the Ed Sullivan Show from New York, performing Around and Around and Time is on My Side. A riot broke out in the studio, prompting Sullivan's infamous quote, I promise you they'll never be back on our show again. Ironically, Ed Sullivan is a fucking liar because the Rolling Stones went on to make five more appearances between 1965 and 1969. 
Ed Sullivan was such a horribly boring show. I mean, it worked I, for the time, I guess. I mean, it came on TV Land when I was a kid. You remember TV Land? TV Land? What do you mean, like? You're talking TV about TV Land. Land. Oh, you know, oh, I forget. You're from Canada. Okay. So, there was a channel. Uh, okay, so you know how Nickelodeon does Nick at Night, right? Yeah. It was all just a classic shooter. Yeah. Well, back in the day when I was a kid, those Nick at Night shows weren't shows from the 90s. They were shows from like the 70s and the mm-hmm. 60s and a lot older because, you know, it was currently the 90s. Yeah. So, well, they uh, they started a whole separate channel from Nick at Night, like a spinoff called Nick at Night's TV Land, and then eventually mm-hmm. it was just called TV Land. Yeah, we got stuff similar to that. It was like part of the pay-for channels or whatever. Yeah. Well, see, TV Land used to show not only old uh, shows, but they also showed old commercials. Oh, oh. Which is part of what set them apart. Yeah. Uh, is they showed old commercials from back in the day to mm-hmm. recreate as much of the past experience as possible while still making a fucking dime. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of the shows that they showed was the Ed Sullivan show. And it was boring, and I never watched it. And the other one, I'm tell- I'll tell you, there was another show I hated that my grandma used to watch all mm-hmm. the time called Lawrence Welk. And it's like Ed Sullivan on boring steroids, like... If you thought Ed Sullivan was boring, oh my God. Wait till you watch Lawrence Welk. Uh, It was terrible. Terrible, terrible. 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 (laughs) Yeah. But on this day in 1970, Led Zeppelin's third album, Led Zeppelin III, reached the top of the U.S. album chart. Their first LP had hit number 10, and their second had gone to number 7. Ooh. Inching up on up in there. Very nice. Also on this day in 1970, speaking at a U.S. radio conference, President Richard Nixon asked programmers to ban all songs containing drug references. Fuck you. No thanks. Like all of the good ones? Oh, yeah, pretty much anything. Like, it's the 70s, man. Would they have banned Puff the Magic Dragon back then, or is that where that controversy started, I wonder? I Maybe, who knows? All I know is, like, half of rock would not exist. Rock and roll in general wouldn't exist if it wasn't for drugs, because they, they've been doing drugs. Music wouldn't exist if it wasn't for fucking uh, psychedelics and religious... <laughs> and cocaine in the 80s, I'd say. Uh, yeah. Cocaine-fueled the 80s, <laughs> music in the 80s. Cocaine-fueled hair metal. Uh, marijuana, yeah. marijuana, marijuana, and probably whiskey fueled the blues. Heroin, I guess, I think you can throw in there. Heroin is just an unfortunate side effect, I think. Well, it's, yeah, it's like the gateway. Or not, not necessarily the gateway, it's like right after the gateway. Yeah, but all of the old rock musicians, like Little Richard and them, used to smoke marijuana back when we oh, thought yeah. that was a drug. Reefer um, Madness. Oh. But in all fairness, they all did real drugs too, so. Absolutely. Drugs definitely created rock and roll. Well, rock and roll is created from the blues, and the blues, I feel like, came from a lot. Well, it came from gospel. <coughs> gospel event, uh, evolved from us banging on drums in the damn <laughs> jungle 
singing mm-hmm. about the gods and shit when we were all still, uh, I don't know, living in the jungle, wherever the fucking jungle is. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, see, that one's sad. Let's skip ahead. What you got for me? You got a good one? Um, if you want, I can be, I have a good one. We got to go back two years here. 1968, uh, the double album Electric Ladyland by the Jimi Hendrix Experience was released. It was also made available as two albums with changed artwork after complaints about the naked woman who were pictured on the sleeve. Uh, the female models were each paid... I believe on this, I think this is a European website. So it says five, I believe it's five pounds for the photo shoot and another five pounds if they post naked. So they basically got $8. Yeah. Well, 10 British pounds, whatever. Great which British is, pounds. Which is I don't know. probably going to be like $8, I think. Let's figure it Actually. out. Yeah. Okay. Like, so let's be fair. What year was this? Uh, 1968. Okay, 1968. Actually, let's do this. I'm going to go pounds to dollars. All right. Now, this is not a very scientific uh, way of going about this. So, as of today, it would be $13.74. God damn. Adjusted for inflation, it would be uh let's see. What year was it? Nineteen sixty eight. Nineteen sixty eight. God damn it. What'd I say thirteen dollars and what? 74 cents. All right. 13. So basically got paid about a month of an OnlyFans right. subscription. <laughs> Whoa. That's a lot more than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Shit. Inflation fucking increases everything. Dude, what do you think it is? It's probably like in the hundreds or something. It's $108. And Shit. Yeah. Oh, it paid off in about, you know, um, 50, 60 years. I mean, I hope they saved their money. Invested it wisely. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes it, like, not near as bad. Like, at first I was thinking, man, he paid these bitches 13 bucks each. But you know what? $100 is like, uh, somebody else will do it if you want. I mean, that's probably like the norm now, anyway. Well, yeah. It's like, it like a base price. If I'm shooting, if I want a naked woman on my album cover, and I go to some naked, some chick, and I say, hey, I need naked pictures for my album cover, I'll give you $100 to do it. If she won't do it, somebody will. Oh, yeah. Somebody else will. So. Tell you that, or I'll pay small. I'll just hack your OnlyFans. Yeah. Give me that shit for free. Let's see. Let's find something where somebody didn't die. Art Gunfunkel. Art Gunfunkel. Gunfucker? Yeah. Art Gunfucker had his first show. (laughs) You know what? Fuck that one. I don't even know who who Art Garfunkel. Simon Garfunkel? 
dick sucker, whatever it is. He was uh, half of Simon and Garfunkel. Here we go. In 1980 on this day, Chris Caputo's favorite uh, singer ever, Barbara Streisand. Uh, She's mediocre at best. Let's just say that. <laughs> I've listened to much of her stuff, so I have no idea. Her song, Woman in Love, became her fifth U.S. number one single. The song was written by uh, Robin Gim from the Bee Gees. Barry and Robbie Gibb. Yeah. Oh, Barry those and guys, Robbie. Yeah. Those guys knew how to make a fucking good song, man. It's the Bee Gees. I can't uh, do that voice too long. That one hurts. Yeah. Um, William. Yeah. I have another one here. In 1986, uh, Bon Jovi went to number one on the U.S. album chart with Slippery When Wet, a.k.a. his only fucking good album, uh, featuring two U.S. number one singles, You Give Love a Bad Name and Live on a Prayer, and the album went on to sell over 8 million copies worldwide. worldwide. I used to to date a cougar milf a Mm -hmm. long time ago, and uh, she was telling me, because she knew I liked 80s music, She's telling me one day she's she's trying to impress me, and she goes, "Ooh, my first uh, my first record." My, well, she said CD I ever bought was a John Bon Jovi CD. Mm-hmm. And I said, "You mean CD or do you mean tape or vinyl?" And she goes, "Okay, fine. It was on tape." And so <laughs> I kind of made a joke because I used to pick on her about like her being old as dirt mm-hmm. compared to me. She was really hot, but she was old as fuck. And I said, "Oh, what was it? Slippery when wet?" And she goes, "Yes, it was." And I, and I said, uh, "And so wow, the running basic. joke, the running joke became your love is like bad medicine." And I think that was the next album, <laughs> or is that on well, this album? I think that's on Slippery when wet. Hang on, we gotta prove this. I swear it was on. No, I think it was on the next album. Oh, well, I don't know Bon Jovi. Yeah, I don't really... Yeah, I was on the album after that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm... Bad Medicine, that's how Bad Medicine became our song. She was like, "All chicks have to always be like, I want a song that's just ours, it's our song. Yeah. And they always want a GNR song, and I'm like, no, that ain't happening. No. You, ain't, you no. don't get a GNR song. No, no, you get Friday by Rebecca Block. That's it. There's, there's yeah, something I'm never going to listen to again. But, but I said, okay, I'll give you a, your love is like bad medicine. Because by then I've been making that joke for a while. Yeah. And show it up to this day when I hear that song. That's the first thing I think about. God damn it. <laughs> uh, that's another. God, everybody died today. This is a shitty on this day. What is this, like the Blue Monday of rock? Jesus Christ, everybody fucking died today. See if you can find a happy one. Um, I can tell you, on this day also in 1986, for the first time in the history of the Billboard Hot 100, the top three spots were held by female solo acts. Ooh. Cindy Lauper's True Colors held down number one, followed by Tina Turner's Typical Male at number two, and then Janet Jackson with When I Think of You at number three. What's your favorite Tina Turner song? Um, fuck, there's probably better ones. I can't think of it. <laughs> no, I was like, I was gonna say respect. I'm like, wait, that's Aretha Franklin. R E S P E C T. Find out what it means to me. I don't know. Tina Turner. I'm never like crazy on. I prefer Whitney Houston. Yeah, uh, Bobby and Whitney. Yep. 
Well, I mean, you got Ike and Tina too. So Bobby Pick and Whitney poison. and Ike. Bobby and Whitney, and then you got Ike and Tina. That was the Kardashians. That was our keeping up with the Kardashians back in the day. Literally. I mean, you had enough drama to fucking fuel any sort of reality shit. Comedian Paul Mooney used to say, don't ask me about drugs. Ask Bobby and Whitney. Very true. Uh, Somebody else fucking died. Let's see. Bobby Darwin, Hank Ballard, The Four Seasons, Cole King, Gary Goffin, The Four Tops, Holland, Dozer Holland, The Kinks, The Platters, Simon and Garfunkel, and The Who are all inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on this day in 1989. And wow, actually, most of those are actually rock and roll bands. Surprising. (laughs) I know, right? I mean, The Kinks would later, you know, be covered by Van Halen, and then that's it. But still, you have some pretty good uh, fucking acts in here, man. Decent. Yeah, no. Not a terrible uh, inductee class. God, somebody else died. Jesus Christ. Every other one is somebody dying. Yeah. Oh, this one's pretty sad, though, but it's not death related. But um, and this, on this day in 1997, after falling over on stage when reaching for a guitar pick, uh, Johnny Cash announced during a gig in Michigan he was suffering from Parkinson's. Oh. Yeah, that and did that? And I think that probably ended up being his cause of death. Like years later, I think he died like in '03. Uh, yeah, somewhere around there. Because then, like a, f- a few years after that, they had the whole Walk the Line movie and shit. Uh, let's see. Cliff Richard was is knighted by Queen Elizabeth II in 1995. Cliff Richard? No, that's not Little Richard. Cliff? Who the fuck is Cliff Richard? Uh, let's see. Google searches. That sounds familiar. Maybe I'm confusing with Little Richard. Or Sir, like, Cliff Richard. Get the right. God damn. Uh, let's see. Looks like he recorded What a Wonderful World. No, that was... Who the fuck is Cliff what a, Richard? Yeah. What a Wonderful World is... Oh, fuck. I remember that guy's name too now. But it sounded like this. He's a singer from England is all I can find on him. Yeah. Any, like, band or, like, was he a solo act? No, he was a solo. He wasn't in any uh-huh. bands. Uh, Move It, uh, Living Doll, Traveling Light, A Voice in the Wilderness, Fall in Love with You, uh, Please Don't Tease, Nine Times Out of Ten, I Love You. Theme for a dream, gee whiz, it's you. Wow, that's <laughs> gee whiz, <Yeah>. it's you. <laughs> Golly, Beave. Uh, girl like you. You know what? I'm just going to tell you. It's two discs, about 20. I'm sitting here and name all them. There's 37 songs here that I don't fucking recognize. <laughs> I recognize zero, negative one. Of these, <laughs> the ones we did were by somebody else, or at least I recognized them from somebody else playing them and him trying to take fucking credit for it. Yeah, pretty much. Hang on, I'll fix it. Cliff fucking Richards. <laughs> We've already built it fucking up too much now at this point. <laughs> we're gonna play a Cliff Richards song and we'll see if we fucking like it, okay? All right, all right. My, I my expectations are very low, so. Take that for a minute. Oh, wow. Hot intro. <laughs> 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 
Okay, I guess I could get down to that. <laughs> I guess I could I could get down to some Cliff Richards here, I guess. One of these days, you know. I feel like I've heard this song somewhere before. I don't know. Maybe it's in a car commercial or something. I don't know. Probably. It's in, the, in a rent-a-car commercial. Maybe it's in a Super Bowl ad randomly. Cliff Richards, ladies and gentlemen. Cliff Richards. Um, somebody else fucking died. Um, oh, we have... Hang on. I have one here from 2001. 13 law firms were still involved in claims to Grateful Dead guitarist Jerry... Garcia's $10 million state six years after his death. Former wives and girlfriends continue to fight on how to distribute his estate and annual royalties of $4.6 million. That motherfucker made royalties of $4.6 million? How? Dude, how how many fucking people listen to that bluegrass shit? Um, Grateful Dead was huge for a reason. They still have a fucking radio station on Sirius XM. Still. Dude, it's fucking bluegrass. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's shit you have to be like fucked out of your mind to listen to yeah bluegrass yeah my grandfather used to listen to flat and scruggs and they never made 40 million fucking dollars shit well, i mean it wasn't you know jerry garcia didn't get a fucking ice cream named after him so son of a bitch that helped the estate i mean fuck jerry garcia is a huge fucking thing Man, I didn't think the one guy that listened to Grateful Dead had $4 million to spend on it, but I guess I was wrong. You probably bought every copy of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Let's see. Uh, in 2010, a three-member panel of the California 2nd District Court of Appeals rejected a bid by Michael Jackson's father to challenge the administration of his son's lucrative estate. Despite being excluded from his son's 2002 will, Joe Jackson had been seeking to have some control over the financial affairs. Fuck Joe Jackson. Yeah, fuck Joe Jackson. The guy doesn't have to have shit over any affairs. As a matter of fact, how dare he live longer than Michael Jackson? Yeah, fuck him. The guy's an idiot. He didn't tell you when he was fucking had like cancer or was dying or some shit. He just died. Cool. Fucking good. Fuck him. He's a piece of shit. Fuck Joe Jackson. I don't care. He's a piece of shit. And uh, speaking of the Jacksons, in 2011, Michael Jackson topped Forbes magazine list of the top earning deceased celebrities. 170 million in earnings over the past year. Dude, Elvis Presley was in second with 55 million. Dude, now somebody, whoever owns that estate... Trust me, they're still they, fucking making money off that. They doing real good. Who owns the Beatles now? I don't know. That's a whole thing. Because, yeah, Michael Jackson, I think his estate still owns that. Does Michael Jackson still own the Beatles? Well, he owned the discography. I remember, like, because he had that like little like mini beef with Paul McCartney. Yeah, I would too. Fuck him. Yeah, and he bought out the discography under him. That's why there was... He did a cover of uh, Come Together on one of his albums. That was a dick move on his part. Fuck him for that. Yes, I mean, it sucks that he's dead. Don't get me wrong. I hate mm. to speak ill of the dead, but when he was not dead, he, he he pulled a dick move. That was a dick move, and fuck him for that. Yes. Yes, I don't know what happened to that. It's probably a whole story you can go into. Of like Probably. 
who got what, whatever. But I think for a good time, his his estate, like my MJ's estate, still had control over it. Because <laughs> I mean, yeah. he, it was still owned by him. You know, as an, as an asset, so they would take it over. Let's see. There's a lot of these Forbes dead people. In 2012, yeah. Elizabeth Taylor, who died in 2011 at 79 topped their list uh, by earning $200 million while she was alive. Uh, Michael Jackson was then in second, and Elvis was third. And, uh... God damn, Elizabeth Taylor? Also on the list was Charles Schultz and Bob Marley, it says. Yeah, Elizabeth fucking Taylor, the, the perfume bitch. Really? Yeah. Smell like a dead it. lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh. For real, at that point, fuck. Thank you. Let's see. Da, 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 another dead person. Da, 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 da. Bob Dylan got a Nobel Prize. Did he? Really? Yeah, it he says he, uh, he'd be happy to accept his Nobel Prize for literature. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, he said that the uh, news about the Nobel Prize left uh, left him speechless. Yeah. And on this day in 2017, after selling over 120, mi- 120 million albums worldwide during a career that spanned 58 years, Kenny Rogers gave his last official concert in Nashville. He was joined by Alison Krauss, Reba McIntyre, Lionel Richie, uh, Winona Judd, Aaron Lewis, Charles Kelly, Adina Menzel, and of course, Dolly Parton, baby. Welcome to Dollywood, loves. Did we ever apologize for our Kenny Rogers tribute? <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> now I remember. Is that the one that we killed? No, we did no, the tribute. We do. We watched Kenny Rogers. We were trying. We were trying to do a tribute to Kenny Rogers that Kenny sounded Rogers. it sounded good in our heads and it yeah, looked good on the paper. Night TV. Kenny Rogers jackass. <laughs> I'm Kenny Rogers. Yeah. Uh, jackass. <laughs> Which will never get old because it's fucking funny. And Will Sasso just pulls off the perfect impression. Yeah, but we probably should have waited, I don't know, sometime think, between the time he died and now, probably we, closer to now. I think we did it on extra, so probably like five people listened to it. Oh, okay, well, yeah, <laughs> then fuck, never mind. If it happened on extra, it didn't happen. I'm Ken Rogers. I'm Ken Rogers, and this is the Condiment Sunday. This, this is a milk sandwich challenge, whatever. To bet, bet your 5,000. Get points for catching a bad teeth. I was raised on the dairy, bitch. You put the eggnog in my goat milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was so funny. <laughs> so funny and so yeah. stupid. Um, I got some birthdays, too. All right, give us some birthdays, and then we're going to listen to Spectacle by Velvet Revolver. Let's do it. Um, um, English Grammy award-winning guitar player and songwriter Glenn Tipton from Judas Priest was born on this day in 1948. Happy birthday, Tips. That's what I call them, Tips. Tips. Just the Tips. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, happy birthday to Chad Smith, drummer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. 
Oh, that's Dangle. I call him Dangle. Dangle. Happy birthday, Dangle. Born on this day in 1962. Um, born on this day in 1963. John Levin from Europe. Yeah, we call him Levin. That's what we call him. Because <laughs> when he bangs a girl, he don't pull out. He leaves it in. Yes. Uh, Old story, man. I used to go to college with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, born on this day, 1970, Ed Robertson, guitarist of the Canadian band Bare Naked Ladies, eh? Eddie Robb. Oh, yeah. I remember old Eddie Robb. Yeah. Funny story how that band got its name, but I can't tell it on air. Uh, yeah. It, well, I was there it, that It's day been uh, one week since you heard that story, you would say. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. You're spare on. And also, born this day in 1984, Katy Perry. Yeah, she's hot, too. Yes. All right. Happy birthday, everybody. To all the rock stars out there. And all you rock stars, let's make a spectacle out of this next song. Wait a second. Let's do it. Let's get into the song. Let's give it a review. Hot intro, all right. It's been a long time since the rock and roll. Dun 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 dun. Been a long time since the beard stroll. I like how you hear the bass in that intro too. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like how like they're very poppy vocals in the song. Do what? I couldn't hear it's you. Very like poppy where it goes uh, duh, uh, like with the high note like at the end. Oh, like, yeah. I'm sitting like the last sort of note of like vocal note there. Yeah. Very poppy. Is, uh... I feel like this could definitely work on radio already just because of that. I wonder did they never they never played hardly any VR on, on radio. There wasn't much released, I think like from this album. I'll look it up. Hang on, contraband. They played Slither. I mean Slither for sure. I think like Dirty Little Thing got a music video and that was a single. Uh, Set Me Free, that was from the Fantastic Four. No, that was from the Hulk movie, Set Me Free, sorry. Then Fall to Pieces was a big one. Uh, I don't get all choked up over Fall to Pieces like some fans do, but you know, whatever. This is rocking. I'm enjoying this so far. Oh, this is pretty good so far. Let's get back into it. Now I feel like I've heard this song before somewhere. I've been feeling like that for a minute, but then I remember what song I'm thinking of. Yeah, I feel like now that I'm like, I remember hearing like that those few lines, I'm like, okay, this sounds familiar. I feel like I've heard maybe the, that little bit of the song before somewhere. I don't remember where. Maybe years ago, and it just like triggered some on my brain. I'm like, oh yeah, i probably heard this before. before. <laughs> well, I think we all own this CD at one point or another, whether we yeah, are our fans or not. Or, you know... Me just fucking stream the whole thing on Spotify randomly because fuck it. I promise you, you didn't stream this on Spotify when it first came out, bro. No, no. Well, this was this <laughs> came out on my ninth birthday, so I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was busy watching the Slither music video on Much Music or the Canadian MTV. Yeah, do we have MMUSA? We oh, have wow. Fuse. Is Fuse, what kind of, yeah. Well, Fuse. Okay, so it used to be called MMUSA, and they had all the VJs like Mistress Julia. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have Mistress Julia up there? I think it was something. Yeah, we had a bunch of... Then they did a whole like VJ search thing. and 
all that shit. Yeah, because it started out as MMUSA, and then they changed it to Fuse. Mm. Oh, I don't know if it's still... It's still probably Fuse, because I think Fuse is owned still by Access TV, which I think Mark Cuban used to own or something. Oh. I think Mark Cuban uh, hooked up with Mr. Stewie. Maybe, who knows? I mean, he's a wealthy businessman, so you never know. Dude, I'm going to show you. We're going to play a little bit of the song, and I'm going to show you on the stream what Mistress Julia looks like now. All right? All right. I do. Uh, yes, we'll start from the top here. Uh, take two to break and three to go. Hold me back, you spectacle. And then brackets, motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> uh, kick me down with broken bones. You picked a fight, now stand your ground. And then I guess the chorus is, you talk about it, don't know what you want, in the back of someone else's car. Uh, does it have a chorus? or That, is, that was the really chorus, I think. It. You talk about it, don't know what you want. And like that, I think that's like the chorus, I guess. That sounds more like a bridge to me, that part. Yeah, so I don't know if there's actually even like a legitimate chorus in this song then. I'm not not sure. sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, this beautiful lady here is uh, Mistress Julie. You remember her? Maybe? She did the heavy metal show. I don't recall ever watching that. Yeah, I sure do. I never forgot Mistress Julia. <laughs> anyway, this is what she looks like today. Still insanely hot, but mm-hmm. it's like like your mom's friend hot and not like gothic dominatrix hot. Mm-hmm. That was a, that was a gimmick. It was all a gimmick the whole time. Mm-hmm. Sad face. Yeah. Knock your ass back down. Solo. Oh, okay. I'm digging this. You're breaking down my back and I've been racking out my brain and it don't matter if I make it because it always ends the same and it fits uh, perfectly right Oh, there. yeah, that would fit perfectly too. Uh, do some more lyrics up to that point. Okay, so we hit the first verse in that little line there. Um, you write the list, well, write me off. Rocket bitch is blasting off. And then in brackets here in the background, right on target, yeah. Uh, boots <laughs> right on target! Up. <laughs> boots laced up, I'm here to go. In the end, I'll stand alone. 
I mean, does the whole you talk about it, don't know what you want in the back of someone else's car, then you lied about it, bled another heart, then began to fall apart. And then that last little thing, I guess like that's like the pre-solo part there. Uh, it rains and you fall back down again. It begins to rain and I'll knock you right back down again. You incessant bitch, you lied and wait for the last time now. I'm standing now. I'm standing now. Hmm. So, yeah, and that just further confirms. So, see, I thought that's what I was hearing. That's why I was like, after it all, the guitar solo. Why are you breaking mm. out of my back? Breaking out of my brain. That yeah, so it sounds like he's like, you know, fighting with his girl or some shit happened. Or maybe she did something to wrong him. And she's like, ah, you don't deserve me. This is Duff's breakup song before he writes another tenderness album. Yeah, well, this is probably the best song that Duff wrote about Chick, so, so far at least. I'm digging the solo. Very good solo. I mean, Slash, man. I don't think he's ever had a bad solo. going down the toilet go to her house get her wi-fi password and use her wi-fi to find to get on tinder and find a better date be a man <laughs> that'd be fucking hilarious yeah i just gotta pull in the starbucks five minutes just use the free wi-fi while you take a shit <laughs> oh yeah sorry uh family emergency <laughs> in my bathroom <laughs> Every time I uh, have to shit at somebody else's house, I think of that scene from Dumb and Dumber where the toilet's broken. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, final thoughts on Spectacle. Um, we'll I'll, I'll, I'll take the reins on this one. It's a pretty good right. song. I enjoyed it. It's, you know, it keeps the pace throughout. It's, it's fast punk rock, kind of, a little bit. But it's still a pretty good song i would probably listen to this a few more times here and there it's definitely going in the rock and roll playlist I'll give you that um is it one of the best vr songs no but it's a pretty damn good one so i'd probably go three and a half out of five i'll, I'll give it um uh we're we're pretty far off oh all right um I enjoyed it, don't get me wrong. Now that it's over, though, I don't really have any desire to ever listen to it again. It's like I've heard it now. It's like, 
Okay, it was cool at the time, but there's mm-hmm. nothing really about it that stood out that I would really want to hear again, to be honest with you. Maybe the solo, but, I mean, come on, it's a Slash solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I yeah. don't hate it, though. I did not hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think it was worth my time reviewing, unlike some of the songs we've listened to on this fucking show. It's true. Uh, I'm going to give it a one and a half. Oh, Okay. I don't know. For me, I think what did I just like the the vocal style that Scott Weiland was using on this song. I think catches the ear a little bit. I think for me, and that's something I don't know. I, I mean, I don't. Hey, you don't got to explain your setting. You liked it. Yeah. You liked it. And no, no, I'm just it. adding more on to like my part of the review there. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, what did you guys think? Let us know. Use our uh, links in the description of this podcast to contact us. Yeah, and if you're on Spotify, you can do it in the poll below. So. That's right. That's right. And, we got uh, polls now, and they're laid all the way down in the description there. So go on Spotify and check out the poll. Yeah, yeah. It was up for last week's episode, so. Sweet. Okay, good. Just making sure. The Truth Snake Pit. The Truth! Ooh. By Snake Pit. Well, this- can, can we handle the truth? You Next can't week. handle the snake pit. Yeah. Is that what Slash calls his penis the snake pit? The truth. <laughs> the the anaconda. <laughs> oh wait, hang on. I gotta I gotta play us out, man, before we go. Alright. I'm sorry, I gotta I, I gotta do it. Just gotta do it. Well, fuck the commercial. Anyway, we hope you guys <laughs> tune in to Spookcast Saturday <laughs> this weekend. Oh shit! All right, we gotta do it. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Well, guys, we hope you tune in on Saturday. We're going to be listening to Up Jump the Devil on a special Halloween edition of Spookcast Saturday. Uh, well, it's not a special edition of. It's the 2021 edition of Spookcast Saturday. Uh, where we try to pick particular songs that sound Halloweenish. Will this one fit the bill? I don't know, but we're going to find out. So uh, be sure to tune in then. And until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. Join us the first next week, the first episode of November. To see if your boys can handle the truth. Peace. <laughs>